You are listening to the Mumgri Podcast with Lillian Umarunji-Jung and Isabel Alexander. One is based in Vancouver and the other, LA. Two besties from high school spill the tea on motherhood and share what's worthy of your precious time on the gram and Netflix. On today's episode, we share how to stop the bulge on Thanksgiving. Then on our Do It For The Gram segment, we're going to talk about the Latina takeover of Super Bowl 54, followed by our Netflix Pick of the Week. Here we go. Hey, Izzy. How's it going? It's going good. How's it going with you? I am super excited because we are less than five days away from our Mumgree pop-up shop, which is happening on Saturday, October 5th at the Garden Strathcona from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. If you have not RSVP'd, email us, hello at mumgrew.com, or hit us in our DMs and just let us know how many peeps you're going to be coming through with. If you're in the area, hit it up. It's going to be lit. Yes, we're going to have snacks made with mumgree peanut butter as well as mumgree chocolate butter. So it's going to be a tasty affair. Uh, but we have a lot to cover today. Let's just a lot jump into it. Um, so Thanksgiving is a time of feasting. And I guess the first question I have is, how does one survive the moments of carbs and all the goodness that goes into it? All the carbs. Okay. So this is what I tell like my nutrition clients, like my macro clients go in with a plan. Know what you can and shouldn't be eating the day of and portion yourself out. You don't have to inhibit yourself from the deliciousness that involves food at Thanksgiving. You just need to make sure that you're not going to eat the typical, you know, 2100 calorie meal when you go to your Thanksgiving dinner. Your favorite auntie makes your favorite dish and she's shoving it into your mouth and saying, have some more, have some more. Here's the thing. You just tell them you're full. Well, you, you're going to stop eating when you're full. Um, so you take a proper portion, whether it's like a serving size of the size of your hand or like a fist or something like that. You don't have to have 17 scoops of mac and cheese when you know you're going to have yams, potatoes, <laughs> cornbread, turkey, whatever else you're having. If you're going to have pie, then don't have 16 helpings of sweet potato casserole followed by 10 slices of pie. You don't have to go crazy and feel sick at the end of your Thanksgiving dinner. So is it better to have a little bit of everything or just the things that you know? Like, is it better to kind of taste everything? Because I find that I get sick when I eat everything at the table. Like, I always feel like the thing is just go with what it is that you love, indulge a little bit, and then call it a night. Yeah, go, go, go with what you love and and have servings of what it is that you actually like. Again, you don't have to taste everything like for what you don't need to please everybody because not everything is delicious. And especially if you're in a potluck situation, there's probably going to be some shit that's nasty that you wish you didn't eat anyways. So just go with the proper portions of what you would normally eat. Of the things mm-hmm. that you like and leave the rest of the stuff. You don't need to waste extra calories on shit that you don't like anyways. The and, and You know, between Thanksgiving in Canada and Christmas and New Year's, it's a longer stretch. 
But here mm-hmm. in the States, the average American gains 8 to 10 pounds between Thanksgiving and New Year's. That's Ooh. insane because Thanksgiving is at the end of November here. So don't be that person who can't fit any of their clothes to go to the gym when you start your New Year's resolution on you know January 1st because you had 16 servings of everything at Thanksgiving dinner. Okay, so let's have some fun here because you've experienced both Canadian and American Thanksgiving several times over the years. Yes. What are your essentials? Like if you're going to a Thanksgiving and if you don't see these things on the table, you're mad. What are oh, you yeah. looking if, if I don't see mac and cheese, I'm upset. And I'm not talking about disgusting craft dinner. I'm talking about homemade mac and cheese, cheesy, cheesy, cheesy deliciousness with lots of seasonings and lots of flavor. I'm going to be bread. upset. Your breadcrumbs? Keep your Ready? fucking breadcrumbs and keep your bland ass mac and cheese. Nobody wants that shit. Okay. Delicious, flavorful mac and cheese. Um, I also really do enjoy sweet potato, like, casserole. So mm-hmm. I need to see the sweet potato casserole, and I need to see the mush- marshmallows on top. Ooh, not me. I don't want that. No? You don't want that? Okay, so for you, you're skipping the marshmallows. No, thanks. Yeah, well, I, I like... Here, I'm putting the... I'm doing a, a, a really simple dish that I'm taking with me, which is going to be roasted yam with a smear of mum green chocolate peanut butter and some cinnamon on top. See, that sounds bomb. So that, but that, I have to taste that, but that I'm sure will be in one of my new staples as well. But yeah, those are my main things. Like I, I want to see a delicious ham, uh, mm-hmm. turkey. I could actually take it or leave it. Cause half the time that shit's dry, unless you are ahead of the game and you're cooking your turkey upside down and then oh, every, all the white meat and yes, all the white meat ends up being juicier because the juices are cooking down to the top of the turkey, which is at the bottom now because it's upside down game changer. Um, and then I definitely need to see a pumpkin pie somewhere. I don't care if it's homemade or store-bought, preferably if it's from Costco, cause their pumpkin pie is legit, but I need to see that with some cool whip. Oh, you're and, a cool. And I'm a cool yeah. whip girl. Yep. Or whip. I can do whipped cream, but I prefer cool whip. Um, those are my staples though. That's what I want to see. That's, that's what I need to see on the table to be, to be happy at Thanksgiving. Collard greens? Oh, no. Hell no. <laughs> no. I need some meat and some carbs, and I don't know. No, I don't, I don't need that shit getting I'm in the way of my other things. I'm the opposite from you. I need collard greens. I need, uh, we talked about sweet potato, which I love. I need, uh, gosh, what else? I just like eating, I, I mean, I love pumpkin pie. A good pumpkin pie, though like a homemade pumpkin pie, um, pecan pie. I'm into that too. It's gotta be homemade, fresh, sweet potato, sweet potato pie, or you don't mess with sweet potato pie. I don't really, I don't feel like I've had the best one. So I don't feel like it's a staple for me yet. Like I don't, I can't say that like, you know, a relative or anyone made the best sweet potato pie yet. Have you had Patty LaBelle's sweet potato pie though? I have not. I I haven't lived yet. Oh, that you couldn't get it unless you ordered it. Patty's pies. Yep, yep. You can't. You gotta. You gotta be ahead of the game. It's almost as as uh, elusive as the Popeyes chicken sandwich. But you definitely <laughs> need to get a Patty's pie in your life for Thanksgiving. <laughs> well, okay. So those are sort of the staples. Now, is there? I mean, you said collard greens. You don't care for. Is there anything else that you do not care for at Thanksgiving? Like, do you care for cranberry sauce, or do you not like that? 
I don't like it. Unless the turkey's dry as hell, then I need something to put on top. Then I no. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave the cranberry sauce, um, the like Jello salad type thing. Leave that shit somewhere else. Don't bring that. Uh, I don't even really need beans. Um, mashed potatoes, unless the gravy is bomb, then I don't really need those either. Hmm. I like a good mixed mash, like a like different. I mean, like different just types di- of potatoes. Yeah, different types of to put to potatoes all mashed together with just yeah, just well done. That's all I care about. Um, and I'm really about warm salads this year. Like that's something I've been learning about. So I'm really into that and like a good kale salad. But these aren't exactly <laughs> kale salad. No trash. Put it in the garbage. <laughs> Oh, kale sounds so good. Oh, after it's been massaged and caressed. Disgusted. How do you know? I don't mess with kale. I can't do it. It's gross. <laughs> okay. So, so uh, we have a couple of Thanksgiving recipe ideas. Uh, now, the thing is, it's kind of weird to do recipes over the podcast. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to actually just post them to our Instagram and so you'll be able to see these up there. But idea, we have a date and sweetened peanut butter cookies, which are mm. really good. And then we have chocolate quinoa. Fritz. Now, I know you're looking at that and going, how could that be good? Well, the crunchiness of the quinoa really kind of pulls it all together. So that's like a, a really good one. Um, and then we also have a peanut butter noodle. Now, a lot of people, whether you're vegan or you just don't prefer to eat turkey, this is kind of like the anti-turkey is if you just decide to make like a peanut butter noodle dish and make a really big one and it's a big sharing plate. This is a super easy recipe that takes less than 15 minutes to make and it involves uh, four tablespoons of peanut butter and a little bit of maple syrup and soy sauce and sriracha. And then for produce, you've got cilantro, garlic, and green onions. So it's super easy to make. Um, And we'll have that up on the Instagram as well. Um, And then we'll feature a few more of, you know, things that you can kind of make over Thanksgiving, whether or not they're for Thanksgiving or the morning after. But we've got a peanut butter banana baked oatmeal, which will freeze really well. And you can kind of eat that every day. And we'll just continue to roll out recipes. But... um, I'm looking forward to Canadian Thanksgiving. Do you miss Canadian Thanksgiving or are you kind of completely converted to U.S. Thanksgiving? Honestly, I'm completely converted. I feel like, sorry guys, but the, the food is better at U.S. Thanksgiving. And then I'm also about that, you know, Black Friday life. Like, oh, we have get like, fueled we, up and then off yeah. you go. We, we, we is, shopping. Black, Black Friday is huge here now. A lot of, a lot of stores and Places are now all about Black Friday. I don't know what year that happened, but there was like a turn where all of a sudden I saw a lot more Black Friday advertisements. It's because they're sick and tired of all Canadians going across the border to get the deals. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> yeah, that's why. That's why. But yeah, check out our check out our post uh, about this podcast episode again for those recipes and then some moves that you can use during Thanksgiving so you can kind of fight the bulge. So get to the gym. If you don't have a gym membership... Do some body weight exercises in your living room the day of, the day after, so that you actually can fit back in your pants uh, and that you're burning off a little bit of somewhat of something you ate at Thanksgiving dinner. So some squats, you can do body weight squats, you can do some deadlifts, you can do some hip bridges, 
If you don't have weights, but you want to use a weight, but you got a kid, pick up your kid, use your kid as a weight, curl your kid, shoulder press your kid, squat with your kid, especially if they're teeny tiny. That's really the solution is when, when you're done eating, play with the kid. Like that's right. For at least a half an hour. Don't just pop down on the couch. Just play with your kids and you'll feel better by the end. Absolutely. Just have fun. Now, have you had any awkward Thanksgiving encounters or stories that you've heard of where you're like, ooh, Thanksgiving is the worst? Or has it always been a pretty merry situation? No, it's always been a pretty merry situation. Uh, Every Thanksgiving that I've been to. We did go to a Thanksgiving one time, though, where the food was nasty. It was like our very first year in Phoenix. And we went to one of my um, personal training clients invited us over. Mm-hmm. And she, you know, she said she's like sent over, like, oh, I'm gonna be making this, this, and this. And then we got there, and it was just fucking trash. <laughs> it was, it was horrible. There was no flavor, no seasonings. It was. I feel like we got catfished into Thanksgiving dinner. Um, but every, everyone prior to that, and everyone after that was bomb. There's uh, been a couple times. Last year we went to a friendsgiving, and that was great too. Everyone was like potluck style, and it was delicious. Everybody yeah. was bringing amazing dishes. Um, it was at friends of ours, our houses. And, uh, yeah, year before that, we did a, another Friendsgiving. And then when we were in Phoenix, like Donald, Donald's really good at cooking. So most of the time he'll cook on Thanksgiving and it's fire. He gets like his recipes from his mom. Delicious. Mm-hmm. So I love Thanksgiving. I love, love, love Thanksgiving. My sister throws out on Thanksgiving. She's actually going to be here this coming weekend to do the pop-up shop. So she's going to be making the snacks. Um, but she is my favorite favorite when it comes to Thanksgiving. Anytime she cooks, I'm literally salivating and just waiting at the table um, or just hawking her in the kitchen. But my favorite Thanksgiving, surprisingly, or just, I guess, non-traditional, was a, was a vegan Thanksgiving that my friend Karen did in Toronto. And I remember she made vegan shepherd's pie. That's the thing, I eat shepherd's pie. I think it's nasty. I've never been a fan. I always think it's kind of gross and doesn't really make sense and it's just too many fun but she made a vegan shepherd's pie and to this day dream of it like it was so good and delicious and she made a really good brussels sprouts dish and yeah so vegan thanksgivings are not what you think they're actually very very delicious and hopefully she'll invite me back one of these yeah that's interesting and i I mean i know you guys hear bailey co-signing in the back but she seems to be intrigued by this vegan thanksgiving too so this sounds cool (laughs) (laughs) um okay so we have a lot more to cover what's happening on the gram all right so everything that's been popping on the gram this week has been about the announcement that j-lo and shakira are going to be headlining super bowl 54 so this is bomb. My yeah, favorite meme so far has been the one with Ricky Bobby, like, praying at the table. And it says something like, sweet baby Jesus, like, please let there be a nip slip at this Super Bowl. Like, some, nothing, nothing unites America quite like a nip slip. And this is the year. Oh, jeez. Oh, my gosh. I think I this think, is going to be entertaining. Yeah, I think it's going to be pretty incredible. I love both of them. I think they're amazing performers, and I'm excited to see it. I think that... What do you think is going to happen in America, though, when it comes to the Super Bowl this year? Do you think everyone's going to tune in, or do you think that 
there's going to be some pushback with the protests or what do you think is going to happen? I feel as though there's probably going to be a little bit of pushback because of the protests. But at the same time, I think people are still tuning in. I think more Latinos are going to tune in to see their girls hit that mm-hmm. stage. And I cannot wait to see the choreography that's they're going to be pulling out. I know there's going to be some booty shaking, all kind of shenanigans. So I am here for it. I usually don't care about Super Bowl anyways. I'm not really a big football fan. Um, yeah. I just watch it for halftime. So I'm glad that it's somebody entertaining and not somebody that's just going to be standing there singing at a microphone, not doing a damn thing. Boring as hell. Yeah. And the and we were just looking earlier, the last perform in the Super Bowl was Gloria Estefan in 1992 and 99. So, yeah, which is forever ago. Way too long. Way, 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 way too, long. too long. Absolutely. Uh, what else is on the ground? Oh, Will Smith, his birthday. Yes. So... It- you know, infamous Zaddy, Will Smith, has now turned 51, which, like I said, I still cannot believe because he doesn't look 51. And today's a day and age, like, 51-year-olds are looking like 30-year-olds in Hollywood. So it's crazy to me that he's 51. Jamie Foxx is 50. That's insane. Like, no, he's not. Right? I need their skincare regimen. What is happening? You know whose skincare regimen I want? Pharrell. Pharrell Williams. Yes. 12 years old yeah he has not a line or crease in sight i do suspect there may be some botox happening there though because like his stuff is just too smooth that just doesn't make sense to me whoa really i'm gonna say it yep (laughs) yep all all his all his smoothness in his head that's that's not just because because i'm happy come on now Ah, and if you're smiling that much, you gotta have some wrinkles. <laughs> exactly. I don't even see any like he doesn't have like the eye creases like from the smile lines. Like, no. I don't know. I think it's natural. It's been too perfect for too long. Like it, it would you would see the deterioration over the years, but it's just been so like I feel like it's his genes. Like he just has it. Yeah. I mean, I just it's just too smooth. It's just too smooth. But on the topic of Will Smith, now, you didn't know that Will Smith jumped out of, out of a plane on his 50th, right? I did not. So he jumped out of a plane on his 50th, and it was a huge thing because he filmed it, and um, he jumped out of a helicopter, sorry, uh, into the Grand Canyon. What? Girl, you need to go on YouTube. It was a big deal. People I'm going to have to search this because I never, I didn't hear about this. It was like a huge moment. Yeah, and he had his whole family there. And he had, like, you know, uh, ambulance and just crews there waiting, you know, ready to do whatever they could to save him if, God forbid, the, the courts broke or whatever. But, um, yeah, it was, like, a huge, huge televised thing um, or YouTubeized thing. Um, but when I thought about how old he is or how young he is, I started thinking about how when we were watching Fresh Prince, it felt like we were the same age as him at one point. And when you learn about how old he is, you're like, holy smokes. Like, I was watching his entire existence, but yet I feel like, how is it that he was so much older than us? Like, none of it really makes sense to me. But. um, Yeah, that's, that's insane. Like, I mean, black don't crack, right? So you do see a lot of black actors playing younger roles. 
Yes. But he's just, it's just, I just feel like he's not, I just feel like he can't be 51. (laughs) It's impossible. I mean, he's got three kids. Yeah. He's, and his kids seem like, so now I'm starting to think like, are his kids the same age as us? Like, how is, how, like, whose age are we connected with? I don't know. Um, Do you have a favorite Fresh Prince of Bel-Air episode? Or like one that's ten. I, you know, I think my most favorite one is when um, Aunt Viv went to the ballet class and just was crushing it. Oh, Do you remember class. this one? Yes. Yeah. 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 That's that's a good one. The one that always makes me cry is the one where Carlton takes speed. Remember that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> It always brings me to tears. It is so sad. Oh, he's so mature in that episode. Yeah. So mature. He, like, doesn't rat out Will. I think that was the first time I learned snitches get stitches. That's so funny. Yeah, that episode was monumental. Um, But, uh, yeah, there's a lot happening on the gram. I think that uh, one thing I was really excited about this week is I was super busy, but then I actually found a little bit of time to watch Netflix. I found, like, a tiny little space in my evening on Saturday night to watch a little Netflix, and I got back to Top Boy. Yes, okay, so Netflix pick of the week, Top Boy. Yeah, I know we kind of touched on it in our, you know, last, last episode, but the show was really good. Like, it's really good. It's continuing to be just as good as, as it was 10 years ago or when the first part of it came out. Um, everyone on the show is ridiculously good looking. It's like, I don't know how, I don't know how everyone just managed to like, yeah, everyone looks great. And it's it's just one of these shows where it kind of makes you want to get, in, get into like hustle mode. So if you feel like you need motivation, Go watch the show, and I promise you, you will get on your grind. You will not be lazy. Okay, I'm definitely going to have to watch it now because this is the second time that we're talking about it on the show. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to get on it. Yeah. I'm going to binge I, it. I got into The Politician a little bit. I uh, didn't finish the full episode first, or yet, but um, it seemed okay. I, I feel like I need to dedicate some time to it. And that's the new one with Gwyneth Paltrow. Um, that's about the kid who wants to become president. So I think I'm going to give it another shot. And then maybe we'll talk about it next week if it's really good. And see see whether or not it was worth the watch. Um, but we have another recommendation, right? We got um, Cole Hearted. Dion Cole is coming out with his... Cole Hearted. Dion Cole, most famous as of recently from Blackish, which is my show. I love it. He is freaking hilarious. So I cannot wait to see this come out. Yes, October 8th. So it's perfect timing for Thanksgiving table talk to be able to have a conversation about it and laugh about it. He is hilarious. He's written all the jokes for Tracy Ellis Ross for her American Music Awards stints, and he just kills me. He makes me laugh so hard. If you don't follow him on Instagram, you should, because he just, he lets it all out on there, too, and he's the best. 
He has the best face expressions, too. So I cannot wait to see this. <laughs> the best. <laughs> yeah, no, he's so good. So make sure that you tune in for that. And we got our pop-up coming up on Saturday. Don't forget to RSVP for that. And um, we are planning our boot camp for the end of the month. So we're putting those details together and we'll send them out to you. And uh, Izzy's coming to town. So come into town. Let it. Do we want to do a live broadcasting? I think we, yeah, I think we need to do a, a, a live broadcasting. Right. And that way we can meet everyone. We can hang out. We can have a good time. We can cover a whole bunch of topics at once. Maybe go back into some old topics and, you know, bring it back. Get some, get some of the listeners, you know, opinions and thoughts on things. If you want to see us do a live broadcasting uh, at the end of this month, close to Halloween, let us know. Hit us up on Instagram or email hello at, e- at mumgree.com or on Instagram at mumgree and just let us know whether or not you want to do a live show and we can get everyone together. Kids, moms, dads, aunties, uncles, everybody. And just have everybody. a little... Everybody. Yeah. I think it'll be fun. I think we should Yeah, it'll it. be awesome. Yeah. Um, but on that note, I think that's all we have to talk about this week. Do you have anything? That's it. Nope. That's it. That's it. Okay. Thank you so much for tuning in and stay mum green. Stay mum green.